Welcome to my human design experiment. Hello and welcome to Embodying Mystical Mac. I'm Mac and if you're new here, thank you so much for joining. If you are returning, thank you so much for coming back. Today we're going to be reacting and talking about the Peter Pan and Wendy trailer for Disney+. Plus. Now, I was never a huge Peter Pan fan or anything, but... I've been hearing about the human misbehavior that's been going on while people have been discussing the choices that the creators have made um, regarding casting in a couple of areas and changing a couple of things. Um, and I, I would like to talk about it. So, yeah, let's get into this. Oh, and if you can't tell, I've got the little second star on the right situation. I've got two stars here. And then on the other side, I have a little fairy wing with some pixie dust. So let's get into this. Oh. There we go. Hey there, welcome back to Embodying Mystical Mac. I'm just popping in here because this is an audio from a YouTube video that I did in which I do a reaction to the trailer of Peter Pan and Wendy before I talk about it, which is the portion of the video that you guys are going to have in audio form here. So if you'd like greater context, if you haven't seen the trailer, you want to pop over to YouTube and go to Embody Mystical Mac and check out the first part of the video before you resume back on the podcast, go ahead and do that. If you've seen the trailer, you should be all caught up and ready to talk about some of the things that people had to say. And of course, my opinions on it. Thank you so much and resume with scheduled programming. Tell me, how did you come to Neverland? Lost boys. Every last one of us. Ooh. So you're not all boys. So? <laughs> Where is this place? It's home. Peter found it. Just like he found all of us. Oh. Just like he found me. Peter Pan? Were you expecting someone else? <laughs> oh, she looks beautiful. What do you say, boys? You ready for an adventure? It looks very far away. It's closer than you think. <laughs> it looks stunning. <gasps> the mermaids! Oh! The bioluminescence in their hair and stuff. Oh my god. Oh, the dog! Nan? What does the dog say? Hold the past in your heart. Ooh, you the natives there, look beautiful. Angela, darling. Who plays Hug? Where is Peter Pan? Go, Wendy. Oh, this looks awesome. Wow. Look, oh my god, I started to get tears. 
Okay, that was so cute. Oh my god. I mean, so far I enjoy the choices being made. Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm super passionate about um, discussing human behavior, especially when human behavior um, seems really disproportionate uh, to what's actually occurring um, in life. So... Before I get into my my thoughts, I mean, I already told you I think it looks cute, um, but before I get into, like, my full-on thoughts about this trailer and the choices being made, um, I want to... I want to get into a little bit of the, the discourse here that's been had because so far what, what I've heard is the issue some people are having, or rather what are the issues that some people are having are the fact that Tinkerbell is cast as a black girl, or rather with a black actress because Tinkerbell is not a girl. She's a fairy. She is a light being. Um, and the fact that there are lost girls in the Lost Boys group. So far, that's what I've heard the issue is. Um, now I'm sure you've got other people maybe maybe having issue with some of the diversity casting, as in casting Peter Pan as he looked Indian. Um, if he is or isn't, let me know there. But regardless, there's diversity in that casting, right? It's not a, what is it, strawberry blonde white boy. Um they basically seem like they took a lot of opportunities to cast with diversity. And I could see the um, anti-progressive people, be them consciously anti-progressive or subconsciously anti-progressive, um, getting really up in arms about that. Um, so, yeah, let, let's break that down. Because I'm not of the belief that there's like an absolute right for any particular situation it's so important to look at context when it comes to things and when people get really upset about greater diversity in casting the first thing that i like to look at to form my own opinions is like okay what are we upset about what characters are we upset about um in this case uh we're upset about tinkerbell being cast with a black actress which, by the way, she looked fucking gorgeous. <laughs> um, the thing about when issues arise with diversity casting, or rather, the thing that creates an issue in diversity for the sake of diversity casting is when a story is significantly altered and distorted and taken away from its core due to that choice of casting with diversity. So this would be a situation in which we all of a sudden decided that Mulan is a white girl. Um, or I guess that's a bad example. Um, sorry. Let me think of a better example. Okay, a great example would be if we're doing historical fiction and um, we all of a sudden decide that Queen Elizabeth is going to be Asian. That, that does not fly because Queen Elizabeth was a real person. And to rewrite what she looked like and quite literally was in terms of her ancestry and genetics is just not right. 
you have to cast a white woman in that role. When we're looking at things like fantastical characters, so dwarves, <laughs> fictional um, fantasy families, right? Such as the Valerians in House of the Dragon, um, such as the Targaryens, such as etc. When we're looking at fictional fantastical characters, regardless of authoritarian intent, when those things are adapted to the screen, be it television or film, and they're essentially attempting to package that same story for a greater audience. Diversity casting not only enhances the value of the project, because now you have more, now you're, you're really going above and beyond to get that story to a larger audience, because there's a better chance that if people from everywhere can see a little bit of themselves in some or most or even just one of the characters there's a better chance that that demographic will watch this and potentially develop an attachment to it as opposed to having only one group of people being depicted in the story and then expecting everyone else who can't fully relate to that group to attach to it just like they would if there were people that they could directly relate to. So not only you're adding value to the story when you're doing this, um, but you're also expanding on what you were given as far as source material. Now, Again, this is a land of no absolutes here at Embodying Mystical Mac, um, especially when we're discussing, you know, film and TV and storytelling um, tropes, techniques, etc. So in certain cases, like I would argue for a fantasy series like Wheel of Time, you would actually be doing better if you were to follow the source material because Robert Jordan was really, in my opinion, intricately intentional with how each part of his world had a different ethnic look that seemed to correspond very well to what we have going on in our world. So in his world, there seemed to be Asian-looking characters. There seemed to be um, Middle Eastern, um, Indian-looking characters. There seemed to be more Eurocentric-looking characters. And so in that situation, the diversity has kind of already been worked into the source material, and then you can go as far or as close as you want to it. Um, but when it comes to, you know works of literature like um, Tolkien, for example, where it's kind of assumed that everybody is white, 
why not when you adapt it for a newer time and for a wider variety of people to add a little bit of diversity when you know it's perfectly plausible that just like in our world today there are all different colors and sizes and whatnot humans there would be all different colors of skin on dwarves right and elves and etc and if that is not something that you can understand that it's okay to add diversity when it comes to situations and characters that the diversity is really not going to affect the story at all it's simply going to lend greater relatability to the content and give opportunities to groups that don't always get the opportunities above the dominant right which is white actors and actresses um if you can't understand how that's actually a positive thing and you are just very willing to stay stuck with your at this point it's not even conservative it's 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 regressionist because if you want to conserve peter pan the story you would want it to evolve with the times and with the society because at the end of the day if it if it remains white and eurocentric and the same forever there's a greater chance it's not going to live a long time as far as a story goes the stories that have stayed with us are the stories that continue to evolve with us so if there's really an issue or rather if you really see it as an issue to make tinkerbell who by the way is not it, this has literally like sunk i feel <laughs> hold on <gasps> interlude okay If you literally see it as this, like that big of an issue that they're taking, and I keep her calling, I keep calling her a light being because Peter Pan is a book. <laughs> so there is source material for this movie. There was source material for the first movie. And in this book, Tinkerbell is described as a light being. So Disney's choice to animate her as a white blonde fairy the first time around is just that a choice to personify this little beam of light right to give children something to actually care for because an abstract sparkle may not do the trick but a cute little fairy and especially at the time blonde white fairy is just the thing right so now that the story is evolving why not take that same design but cast a black girl in it it does absolutely nothing to change the story it just again evolves the concept of light being into tiny little fairy except this time the fairy is a black girl
for the people who can't see how benign of a change that is and that are really willing to stick their flag into this hill and die on it i hope someday you you look within and you start to to really to really work on that internalized racism ism of some sort because I don't know how I can explain it any better than that. Again, if this was a situation where casting her as a different ethnicity would totally screw with the story, I'm, I understand the uproar. I understand the issue. This is not that case. Um, the next grievance that's been had, right, is the fact that there are lost girls. Um, again, again. when a story needs to evolve with the society that's consuming it things need to evolve in that story now this idea of lost boys is already pretty interesting right these boys that got taken to neverland and kind of never made their way back now I would imagine that Wendy wasn't the first first girl to end up in Neverland. And I haven't read all of Peter Pan, the book. Um, so I'm not able to say if there were lost girls present in there. However, in the concept of this story that there is this boy who never grows old that visits kids in you know who want adventures essentially in their homes and takes them to neverland i would imagine that there are many little girls out there who wanted adventure much like the little boys and to make the choice to add those girls in in my opinion just makes the concept of the lost boys and the everything that peter pan essentially does and stands for more interesting um not only that but there are a lot of girls who don't really fit in with the wendy's of the world um or at least i'm thinking about like the wendy from the original who's more like primp and proper but this girl seems way more like badass and and into her both feminine and masculine side which i'm all about it's fucking awesome but i would imagine that there are a lot of girls out there that don't really feel like you know super feminine girls and match the energy of a lost boy quite well and it's not unheard of to me um, that in this version of Peter Pan, where it's evolving with the times, that it would include lost girls. And I even like how the movie seems to be self-aware about that and is going to, you know, give us at least a little bit. Maybe, maybe that's all we get, like the girl going, who cares? Um, 
or maybe we'll get more of of a backstory as to why they're also lost girls. I don't know, but regardless, it interests me more than it pisses me off because it doesn't piss me off at all. It just interests me, interests me now that I think about it. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, yeah, it interests me. Um, whereas some people are just really, really, really pissed off. And again, I'm going to argue this is a very benign change that doesn't really change the story except for potentially there's you know a moment for added context but in the same breath that they can explain the lost boys in the first movie they can explain the lost boys plus one more sentence about why there are also girls in there like so again it doesn't it is not something that is changing the story so significantly that we need to be regressionists about it and you know refuse to evolve like there are shows and movies i can't think of movies right at this moment but to exemplify this but there are shows such as rings of power and the wheel of time that are quite literally like butchering the source material to the point of like making their shows just unrecognizable from what those works meant or did or any of it and here you have disney essentially just not even pushing the envelope all that far to be honest like pixar's and disney's turning red was pushing the envelope way more just rewatched that recently so it's on my mind but like that pushed the envelope way more with talking about you know periods and and really actually depicting what it feels like to have attraction as a 13 year old girl and things like that this shit is literally so benign that like if you're really getting this mad about it i i just hope you find some peace because this is not one of the things that are really worth getting so upset about it that you go on like hate rain pages online and you literally berate everybody um that say that what is the big deal with with these two choices that are literally not changing the story I hope you find peace to, to those that these changes really, really piss off all that much. Um, and as for me, like, I'm really excited, actually. I was not a huge fan of Peter Pan. It's not that I don't find it an interesting story and that I don't think the movie is good or anything. It's just that, like, out of all those movies, that just wasn't really one of the ones that I really gravitated towards. However, I've always thought the story is pretty cute and... Um, you know, the idea of Tinkerbell and how belief is what keeps her going and the pixie dust and, you know, of course, like, the badass, you know, Peter Pan who never grows old and flies and is awesome and Captain Hook and the mermaids and the natives. Like, it, there, what is not to love? Like, there's a lot that goes on. It's an awesome fairy tale. And I'm actually really excited to see what Disney Plus does with it. Um... Yeah, I thought whoever played Tinkerbell, she looked absolutely gorgeous. And I really appreciate them adding some Asian girls into the Lost Girls. I love it. I love the diversity casting. This is really a film 
um, and a project in general that lends itself well to that. Um, it looked like the Native Americans were also cast as actual Native Americans from the glimpses that I, I saw. So, yeah, I to get mad about diversity where diversity really is just enhancing the story says more about some internalized racism than anything else in my opinion and again this is all my opinion um so if you're able to do so politely uh please let me know what your opinion is in the comments below and yeah thank you so much for for sticking with me here if there uh or rather if you're looking for ways to support the channel um i'm all discombobulated let's rewind these are my opinions on all of this. I would like to know what you think about Peter Pan and Wendy. Are you going to watch it? Um, yeah, just let me know. Um, please like, please subscribe, especially if you've made it this far. I'm sure you'll enjoy some other videos that I've got going on, some other reactions. Um, I did a Little Mermaid teaser reaction way forever ago, um, and I didn't do the most recent trailer, um, but I am going to be seeing it when it comes out, and if there are any more trailers, which I'm sure there will be, I will be reacting to those. Um, please click the bell as well because I do post regularly, but I do not post on a schedule and there are ways to support the channel below you will find a couple of affiliate links um one is for it just works deodorant it's an amazing deodorizing supplement that also helps with your skin it's helped my skin clear up so much thank you it just works and then there's a natural shilajit um, which is an amazing detoxifying agent that you can just stir into your tea or stir into your coffee um lots of trace minerals really awesome i use both these products i love them um, and you can also book a tarot reading if that is something that you are interested in. Another way to book a tarot reading, you can go to my Instagram, follow me there. I have some hot takes on things. Um, I do reels a lot, um, and, and it's a good time over there, but you can also click on my link, link tree on Instagram, and the first link will be a little link that you can click to go to my email. Just shoot me an email, let me know you're interested in a tarot reading, and we'll go from there. I'm so excited that you are here. I'm so excited about this Peter Pan and Wendy story. Um, and yeah, uh, you'll be seeing me soon. I have a new Inuyasha coming out for you. I know it's been a minute. And I got a couple of book reviews coming as well. So please like, please subscribe, please click that bell so that you know when I post next. And I will catch you next time. How does it go? I literally just remember the pixie dust part. A little bit of something, a little bit of that, and pixie dust. I mean, doesn't pixie dust just fix everything anyway? <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Embodying Mystical Mac. Please consider leaving a review and letting us know how this episode impacted you. Also consider checking out the social justice links in the description. And for more content from me, including a video recording of this podcast, as well as photos, videos of aerial silks, and all of the random things that I'm up to, follow me on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Both can be found under Embodying Mystical Mac. Lastly, thank you so much to James for all of the amazing editing work that you do on this podcast, as well as on the YouTube videos. Stay mystical, stay grounded, and I'll catch you all next time.